the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Jordan. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup played in 2024. This episode covers Jordan's players. We're doing this media cast in two parts. Part one here is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. We think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done. So we're aiming for a lighter, more listener-friendly uh, kind of narrative version this time. Part two will come out later uh, when the squads are released and the final squad is selected. We think that'll be in late December or early January. And at that time, we'll go back over the list we compile uh, today and see who made it and who didn't. We will also cover a couple of other things that uh, we'll talk about at the end of the media cast here. Uh, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, both of those taking place in early 2024. And we have also started coverage of our 2026 World Cup qualifying. So this episode will have uh, three sections. Section one, uh, we give and discuss some general information on the team. In section two, that's the main part where we look at the uh, main candidates in each position. And section three, where we give any closing thoughts and we preview part two in more detail. All right, let's begin then. And uh, we'll start with a couple of observations. Uh, on the squad here. So uh, just a note about the game count. So uh, the sources I used didn't have uh, clear information for a couple of the games. So I think they played uh, as many as 24 games. I think it was uh, really 23. Uh, but anyway, we only uh, looked at information for 21 of those games uh, when we looked at the players' participation over the last couple of years. Uh, the other uh, observation is that uh, more than most teams, um, Jordan is a pretty stable squad, uh, despite the fact that they got a new manager in July of 2023, actually, it's still uh, the same players usually playing the same position and not a lot of rotation uh, on the team. Uh, okay, let's look at uh, retirements, and Jordan have had quite a few uh, over the last uh, four years. We usually go from the last Asian Cup, uh, so we'll present them here in order of when they last played for the national team. And uh, we have uh, Saeed Murjan, so he played from 2010 uh, and had 93 caps and nine goals and last played for the national team in November and 2019. I won't give too much details on the players here because it's really not that relevant. Uh, anyway, he is just 33 years old, so uh, uh, it's not an official retirement, so there is a chance uh, he could come back. But given that he's off the team for four years now, uh, that doesn't seem likely. Next is goalkeeper uh, Amer Shafi. Amer Shafi was actually captain of Jordan. Uh, with the team from 2002 and had 162 caps and even a goal, uh, Amer Shafi, and was the uh, starting keeper um, in Asian Cup since 2004. What an amazing career. And he didn't retire after the uh, 2019 Asian Cup either. He retired in February 2021 and uh, very shortly after retired from soccer uh, altogether. So Amer Shafer. Um, uh, a big uh, loss there. Yassine Al-Bakit um, was with the team since 2011 and had 68 caps and um, 
last appeared for the national team in the Arab Cup in December 2021. Um, next, uh, Tarek Katab. Again, not officially retired here and not that old, just 31 years old. He was with the team from uh, 2013 with 74 caps and two goals, a central defender, and uh, last appeared for the national team in June 2022. And we'll see that they had a, a few retirements there, or uh, June 2022 was the last time for several players. Uh, next one is Mohamed Aldemary. And... Um, he uh, has uh, exactly 100 caps. He was with the team since 2008 and last appeared also in June uh, 2022. Uh, Mohamed Aldemiri actually didn't uh, uh, get selected for the 2019 Asian Cup, but was part of the 2011 and 2015 versions. Okay, next we have uh, Baha Abdul Rahman. Uh, with the team since 2007, 144 caps, and um, last appeared for the national team in June 2022. And uh, finally, uh, Khalil Bani Atea, uh, with the team since 2011, 83 caps and six goals. He was a defensive midfielder, and last appeared also in June 2022. So that's uh, a whole bunch of players uh, retiring uh, from the squad there, and some of them not that long ago. So there is a, an outside chance, especially for some of the younger ones. Uh, Khalil Bani Atea, uh, the last one I presented there, just 32 years old. So it wouldn't be a surprise to see some of those uh, players recalled, but again, they haven't played for more than a year, so um, it's doubtful. Uh, okay, let's look at uh, the club affiliations of the players of Jordan. So uh, about uh, three-quarters of the players play in Jordan. Uh, and in Jordan, the main domestic clubs, or uh, at least the ones that uh, uh, their national players are, co are currently coming from, uh, the two biggest ones are Al-Wedat and Al-Fesali, um, uh, making up quite a few, actually. Uh, the other clubs have uh, two at the most. Uh, we look outside the country, and uh, we see um, Jordan players playing nearby in Qatar and UAE, Saudi Arabia, um, and in the wider Asian region. Uh, they have a couple of players in uh, Malaysia and one in India, and uh, wider still, we have uh, Tunisia, I guess that's not further away than Malaysia, but it is outside the uh, AFC region. We have uh, Tunisia and France uh, represented. And when we think of uh, uh, big clubs uh, that they play for, uh, by far I think the biggest name is uh, Montpellier in France. They have uh, one player uh, with that club. We, we have seen a couple of them playing in Europe uh, not currently, but um, we'll try to mention that as as uh, we go through the players. Okay, let's move on to their recent games. And uh, I realize with profound embarrassment that I got it wrong in the uh, observations part. I think I was mixing it up with the team I'm currently preparing. So for Jordan, it was uh, uh, they played 16 games, which we'll look at here. But we are basing our information on 15 of those again because uh, we didn't have good information uh, for one of those games so uh, let's begin in January 2022 uh, they had a, um, a friendly uh, with New Zealand and we're not really concerned about the scores here in fact we're more concerned with the lineups they use um, Next one was in May 2022, just one game there, a friendly with India. And the last friendly in this uh, section was against Australia in June. And that was uh, just before they started their uh, Asian Cup qualifiers. So uh, Asian Cup qualifiers for reaching this tournament. So they played three games there, all of them in June. And it was uh, Nepal, Indonesia and Kuwait there. Uh, and then after that, it's just friendlies uh, all the way. 
Uh, sorry, I'm a bit behind in my graphics here. Uh, friendlies all the way. So two friendlies in September 2022, uh, one in November 2021. Uh, the ones in September were against Syria and Oman, and then in November that was against Spain. Uh, that continued into the new year, into 2023. So in March they played one game against the Philippines, uh, June, two games against Serbia and Jamaica. Uh, their coach was replaced between then and the next games, so two in September 2023 under the new coach. Uh, the, that was Norway and Azerbaijan in September. And in October, um, uh, two games against Iran and Iraq. Uh, so let's look at the formations that they used uh, in those. Um, actually, they experimented a lot, and we can't really pin it down to uh, one one formation. Uh, however, what we can say is that it's uh, almost always four at the back. I think there was just one game where they had uh, three at the back. Uh, the other pattern is it tends to be one forward uh, up front. So uh, basically something like a 4-2-3-1 uh, uh, um, or a 4-5-1 or a 4-1-4-1, uh, usually something like that. But uh, a few times there are two or even three forwards up front, especially against the weaker teams. Uh, okay, and then uh, recent formations, I guess we can pin it down to uh, variations on the 4-5-1. Uh, so uh, that could be a 4-2-3-1 or 4-1-4-1, uh, something like that. Uh, during the, that period, they did try a 4-3-3 uh, and also that three at the back that I mentioned against Serbia, uh, that was a 3-2-2-2-1. And the 4-3-3 was uh, against Iran, which is a bit of a surprise that they used one of their more attacking lineups against uh, one of the tougher teams there. Uh, okay, so maybe keep in mind, uh, basically, uh, two central defenders, a right back, a left back, usually two uh, central midfielders uh, in the middle, because um, uh, when it is a 4-5-1, uh, uh, well, we'll get to it when we get to midfielders, but uh, it can be two midfielders and then one uh, a bit further forward in the middle, a 2-1 or a 1-2. So, as I said, variations on the 4-5-1 uh, there. Uh, let's finish this section with their upcoming game. So, uh, World Cup qualifiers for Jordan begin in November. For the region, the Asian region, they began in October with a preliminary round. And uh, actually, we did a series on those preliminary games, which I was happy to do because uh, it was our first look at some of the weaker teams in the region, which often get overlooked. Anyway, uh, Jordan received a bye in that round. So that is uh, two games in November then. The uh, first one is, um, uh, sorry, that is away against Tajikistan. And the second one at home against Saudi Arabia. So we think for both of these games, they should be uh, fielding their best players. Not really a time for uh, too much experimentation. And uh, after that, uh, they only have the Asian Cup games uh, scheduled, but we think they'll probably... Uh, schedule a couple of pre-tournament friendlies. However, there are none scheduled as of this time. And this time, by the way, is uh, uh, early November. Um, early November, so uh, we will have to see uh, if they schedule some games. Okay, let's move on to uh, part two or section two. Uh, that is the players uh, section. And we begin with uh, looking at the managers. So, uh, we'll start actually in 2019 and their manager for the uh, tournament there. And um, that was uh, uh, Vital Borkelmans. Vital Borkelmans, uh, the manager of Jordan from uh, 2018. Uh, to uh, And he continued on after the tournament actually until 2021. Um, at which time uh, Adnan Hamad uh, took over. He's an Iraqi manager. 
Uh, he actually managed the Jordan national team from 2009 to 2013 and took them through the 2011 Asian Cup. Uh, and he was also the manager of Iraq uh, several times. Uh, the only tournament he had with Iraq was the 2004 Asian Cup. And uh, he was there from 2021 until uh, 2023. But in July of 2023, they switched managers to a Moroccan manager, Hussein Amouta. So he is the current manager. Um, he uh, was a player. He played professionally from 1998 to 2003 and earned five caps and one goal for the Moroccan national team. And he didn't play in any uh, uh, Asian Cups or um, uh, World Cups, but he was part of the uh, 1992 Olympic squad. Uh, Hussein Amouta uh, will be leading them through this cup. Let's move on to goalkeepers. And so we'll begin just by putting the names in. And uh, as I've said in other podcasts, the colours uh, mean something here. If the name is in light grey, like our first candidate here, Yazid Abu Leila, uh, that means they have not been through a tournament. But if the name is in black, um, it means they have been through a tournament. Uh, and... Uh, if it's in dark grey, uh, like we saw with the retired players, it means they've retired. Uh, okay, so uh, Yazid Abu Leila, a definite candidate as goalkeeper. And then uh, one likely candidate in Malik uh, Shalabia. And then uh, several, uh, four portable candidates in uh, Ahmed Al-Juedi, uh, Abdullah Al-Takouri. Uh, Mohammed al Mwase and uh, Abdullah Al-Zubi. Okay, and uh, keeping in mind that we did have uh, uh, the retired keeper, Amr Shafir, uh, playing with the team until February 2021, but well off the radar uh, now. Uh, okay, let's go back and take a look at uh, especially the main candidates. So uh, they will bring three goalkeepers usually to the uh, cup. So Yazid Abu Leila, uh, our definite candidate, has been with the team since 2017. And he has 30 caps. And he was not part of the uh, Asian Cup 2019 squad. Um, but uh, in the last two years, he started 12 of their 15 games and he was on the bench for the three others. So we do expect him to be the starting keeper. Um, our likely candidate seems to be the second string keeper. That's Malek Shalabia. Uh, he is actually quite old, 35 years old, and has only been with the team since 2022 and uh, got, uh, has only one cap for the team. Uh, he got his first appearance on the bench in September 2021 and over the past two years started just that one game. But he was on the bench for nine uh, matches, including the last two matches and uh, just five matches over this period that he wasn't selected for. So uh, Malik Shalabia, uh, we consider him a likely candidate to be selected for the squad. Uh, and I guess the third will come from among our uh, possible candidates, so we'll go through them quickly. Uh, Ahmed Al-Juedi is uh, just 22 years old, and he got his first appearance on the bench very recently in October 2023. And he didn't start either of those two games, but he was on the bench for one and then not selected for one. So actually not looking, uh, not looking that possible. Next is Abdallah Al-Fakouri. He's been with the team since 2018 and has 11 caps. Uh, he's 23 years old, and he was off the team uh, for about a year and returned in November of 2022 um, and started uh, two uh, of their remaining eight games from that time. He was on the bench for two. However, he was not selected for the last four matches. So, uh, uh, and we're going to see that with the other two uh, keepers too. Mohamed El, uh, Mohammed Alemwase. Uh, doesn't have any caps for the national team. Uh, he got his first appearance on the bench in June 2023 and uh, didn't start any, but he was on the bench for three and not selected for three. And that includes the last two matches. And finally, Abdullah Al-Zubi, uh, a veteran with the team since 2012 
Uh, he's 34 years old, but only amassed five caps uh, in that period. And uh, returned actually after a three-year absence in November 2022 uh, and didn't start any games, but was on the bench for three and uh, then not selected for five others, including the last two matches. So all four of these goalkeepers uh, not selected at the very end. In fact, I think they just brought two keepers to their last game uh, in October. So what's clear, and we'll, we'll, we'll summarize with a narrative, is that they are looking at least for, um, uh, are looking for a uh, second and third string keeper. And they brought uh, Malik Shalabaya in, who seems to be likely, but uh, uh, the third one, it seems they haven't found. So here's the uh, summary narrative. Abu Leila starts all of their games, pretty much. And um, Alpha Khoury, uh, one of our possible candidates, looked like he was the backup keeper. He got two starts uh, over the past two years. But then uh, he was absent for the last four matches. So uh, that makes that doubtful. And keeping in mind that the new manager came in uh, in July, um, you know, he, he uh, may not have liked Alpha Khoury uh, as as a keeper. So a bit up in the air. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a new name yet in, in uh, November there um, because uh, uh, the third string keeper is very much undefined. Okay, let's move on to the defenders. And uh, we'll begin with central defenders and a definite candidate in Abdallah Nasib. Uh, and a likely candidate in Yazan Al-Arab. He's the first candidate so far uh, we've seen uh, from the uh, 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, also likely, uh, Mohamed uh, Kairoula. Um, and then uh, two possible candidates, uh, sorry, three possible candidates, Saad Al-Rosan, uh, Hadi Al-Hurani, and then uh, Anas Bani uh, Yassin, um, who we'll talk about soon. We, we do have a couple of uh, possible but unlikely candidates. We're going to mention uh, just their names and uh, post them only if we think they have a reasonable chance. So the first one, uh, Bara Mare, uh, we think has a reasonable chance. He uh, started one of their 15 games um, over the past two years and he was on the bench for six but he wasn't selected for the last eight matches so it is possible he'll make a comeback but we think he's unlikely at this point uh, the other one he's uh hijazi maher hijazi maher uh we're not going to do anything more than mention his name uh we won't put him on the list because he's kind of too far uh, off the radar and then uh, keeping in mind here that uh, we do have a retired uh, player, um, Parak Katab, who we uh, talked about in the retired section. He last appeared in June 2022, but just 31 years old. So an outside chance of uh, making it back into the squad. They usually bring uh, five or six central defenders. So um, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, definitely the first three should make it anyway. Uh, the first one is a de the definite candidate then, as we go back over them here, Abdallah Nasib. And he has been with the team since 2021, but he has uh, 25 caps and two goals uh, in that time. And he started 11 of their 15 games over the past two years, subbed in for two and was on the bench for one. So just one match that he wasn't selected for there. So he looks not only like a definite candidate to make the squad, uh, but um, a starter as well. In fact, the only, the only times he didn't start were near, near the beginning of that two-year period. So he's been starting a lot uh, recently. Next is Yazan Al-Arab. And uh, he has been with the team for a long time, since uh, 2017, with 50 caps and one goal. So one of their uh, veterans who are still playing. And he was part of the uh, 2019 Asian Cup, but just on, on the bench there, didn't see any action. Over the past two years, he uh, also has started 11 of their 15 games. Uh, but he was not selected for the four others, including the last two matches. 
So uh, we're going to see that, and I wonder if it's an effect of the new manager uh, making some changes. Anyway, uh, Yazan Al Arab is playing outside of uh, of Jordan. He plays for Al Shorta, one of the big clubs in Iraq, and. Um, we have him as a likely candidate. He would be definite, except that he missed the last two matches, which uh, confuses us a little bit. The other likely candidate is Mohamed Kerula, and uh, he's been with the team since 2016, uh, but only 19 caps and two goals in that period. And um, he started two of their 15 games. Uh, he subbed in for two and was on the bench for four. Uh, so, wow, I, I think... Um, Oh, okay, and the reason I have him as likely there is because he's been selected for all seven games in 2023. So uh, coming into the team a little bit more, it seems, is Mohamed Kerula, perhaps not as a starter, though. Okay, uh, for possible candidate, Saeed Al-Rosan. And um, Saeed Al-Rosan, uh, been with the team since 2021, but just five caps with them. Uh, in fact, he got a few appearances in early 2021 and then was off the team uh, for a while, but he returned after a two and a half year absence right at the end here in October 2023 and started both of their games. So uh, kind of replacing um, uh, Yazan al-Arab there. And so I guess we're a bit confused about which one would be chosen, the, the newly incoming player or the player who's held the position for such a long time. And we've seen that uh, with a few other teams that we've covered, kind of newcomers coming in right at the end. Anyway, we put him as a possible candidate uh, because he started the last two games. Hadi Al-Hurani is our other possible candidate. He started one of the 15 games over the last uh, two years and was on the bench for six of those um, and basically not selected for eight uh, of those matches. Four of them he was with the under-23 team um, and he plays in Morocco so uh, maybe has a kind of a good uh, connection with the manager. Uh, he played for Fos Rabat which is one of the teams that uh, the um, manager did uh, manage but and uh, not at the time when Hadi Al-Hurani was there. He's just been there since 2023. Uh, okay, so a possible candidate then in Hadi Al-Hurani. And let's uh, talk about the uh, uh, situation. So uh, basically, uh, Nasib and uh, Al-Arab was the central pairing uh, quite steadily uh, with Kairula making a couple of appearances. But in the last two games, we saw Al-Arab was, uh, was changed for Al-Rosan. So we'll have to see in the November games uh, if that continues and which one uh, they'll go with, especially as a starter. But it would be a surprise if they didn't at least bring Al-Arab to the cup, um, even if as a backup. Okay, that is the central defenders, and let's go on, on to left back. So we have a definite candidate in Mohammed Abu Hashish, um, and then a likely candidate in Mustafa Kamil Aid, uh, and then um, a possible but unlikely candidate who we will mention but not put on the list, and that's Salim Obeid. And uh, he returned after a two-and-a-half-year absence in November 2022 and subbed in for one game, was on the bench for one, and then off the team again. So we don't expect to see Salim uh, obeyed. Um, okay, and then we have uh, veteran Mohammed Al-Damiri. Uh, we'll put him, at, well, seems to be uh, off the squad uh, he's 36 years old. Uh, we introduced him at the beginning, and he last appeared in June 2022. So it uh, doesn't look like he will make a comeback here. Uh, let's look at the candidates in a bit more detail then, especially the main ones. So Mohammed Abu Hashish is our definite candidate. He's been with the team since 2021 and has uh, 24 caps. He plays uh, in Lebanon for Al Ahed. Uh, but which was with uh, a big club in Iraq, Al-Zora uh, in Iraq uh, uh, for a short time before that. 
so he started, this is Mohammed Abu Hashish, 11 of their 15 games over the past two years, subbed in for one and on the bench for two. So just one match that he wasn't selected for and uh, is usually the starter. The possible candidate is Mustafa Kamil, uh, I, I, I'm saying Aid. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, three caps with the national team since 2021 and uh, got his first cap in October and then uh, October 2021 and was off the team for almost two years. Uh, but he returned in September and started one of their remaining four games and he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. Uh, and not selected for the fourth of those matches. So uh, a possible candidate, Mustafa Kamil Aid. Okay, let's uh, finish with a little narrative on the position. So uh, the retired player, Al Damari, held the position prior to uh, June 2022, after which he didn't appear. And uh, after that, it's almost always um, uh, hashish, um, with Aid stepping in for just one game there. So uh, that one seems pretty locked down. And we move on to right backs. And here we have a similar uh, kind of cast of characters. Uh, as a definite candidate, we have Istan Haddad. Those looking at the YouTube may see that uh, he's coded as a left back, but he's been playing as a right back at least over the, the two years that we're looking at here. So we, we switched him over to here. And here too, we have one possible candidate. Ferris, uh, Ferris Shelbaya, and then we have uh, a possible but unlikely candidate who uh, we're just going to mention his name, Yusuf Abu Al-Jazar, and I think I, I won't even really uh, explain why we have him where he is. Um, we'll just mention his name here and then bring him back in uh, if he appears on the final squad, which we don't think is likely. Uh, I did, I'm not sure I mentioned his name. That was Yusuf Abu Al-Jazar, uh, the possible but unlikely character that we won't put on the list. So really just the two on the list here, uh, Isan Haddad, a definite candidate. He's been with the team since 2015 uh, with 66 caps and two goals. And he also played for uh, a big club in Iraq, Al-Shorta, uh, but has recently moved back to Al-Faisali, in Jordan to play for them for the third time in his career. And uh, he was part of the Asian Cup squad in 2019. Um, didn't appear in games one and two, uh, but got a starting position for game three, and then was a sub in game four. So not really a starter in that competition, but is a starter now for sure. Uh, started 14 of their 15 games over the last year. Uh, sorry, two years, and subbed in for one other. So you can't have a much more uh, definite candidate than that. And he did switch over to the left uh, side, actually to the left wing, uh, the only time they used a 3-5-2 formation. So uh, he still uh, is uh, basically coded on the left side, but it looks like a lack of candidates on the right side has caused him to move over there. Uh, the possible candidate is Ferras Shelbaya, and he's been with the team since 2016 with 31 caps and two goals. Uh, he was a starter in the Asian Cup uh, in 2019, started and finished uh, all of their games there. And uh, over the past two years, though, he's been off the team, uh, uh, basically, until he returned in September 2023 to start one of their remaining four games and was on the bench for three others. So it looks like they're bringing him back in as the uh, as the backup for this position. Who the backup was before him, uh, we don't really know because it was, um, it was uh, Isan Haddad uh, starting all of the games. So we didn't go back beyond uh, two years there. Um, so let's look at the position in summary. Uh, Isan Haddad. Haddad uh, plays there very consistently. And it was actually in the last game that Shelbaya started. Uh, so we think he's the backup, but we do think uh, Isan Haddad will be the starter. Um, uh, whether they're considering changes, we, we may uh, get an indication of in November. 
That is the end of the defence, and we move on to the midfield. And uh, we'll begin with defensive midfielders there. And we have uh, a likely candidate in Nizar Al-Rashtam. Uh, and we have um, a couple of the retired players we mentioned here. Baha Abdul Rahman, last played in June 2022. Uh, but he's 36 years old, so we'll put him in the retired uh, column here. Uh, and Khalil Beni Atea um, also played last in June 2022. Uh, I'm going to put him, it seems to be off the squad though, because he's quite a bit younger, uh, just 32 years old. So uh, uh, more of a chance of him coming back. But we won't talk about them uh, um, in this position more unless they do uh, kind of reappear uh, in November or on the uh, squad list for the tournament. So really just the one candidate as uh, coded as a defensive midfielder, that's uh, Nizar Al-Rashtan, so we'll go back and talk about him. Uh, he's been with the team since 2021 with 12 caps and one goal and is 24 years old uh, and has started four of their 15 games over the past uh, two years. He was subbed in for two and on the bench for three and then uh, not called up for six matches uh, besides. So uh, only at the likely level. So you may be wondering, well, who uh, who are the candidates here? Uh, well, probably some of the candidates will come from central midfielders because these two positions overlap. Sometimes they do play uh, kind of a three-man midfield with, with one defensive and two uh say central midfielders or even attacking midfielders uh, ahead of him so uh, but even in that case it's it's often the central midfielders who play the the one role or the kind of more defensive role there let's introduce then these uh, central midfielders starting with definite candidate uh, Noor al rawabe uh Ra Rawabde, I'm sorry, uh, Noor Al Rawabde as a definite candidate, and then um, a likely candidate in Rajay uh, Ayed. And uh, two possible candidates, Obeda Al uh, Samarne and Ibrahim Sadeh. Uh, Okay, and then one possible but unlikely candidate who we will actually uh, post. It's Mahmoud Shawkat, and uh, we'll talk about him actually um, uh, to see what his chances are. Uh, anyway, definite candidate Noor Al Rawabde uh, will review. So, since 2019, he's been with the team with 41 caps. Uh, but not part of the Asian Cup 2019 squad. However, uh, over the past two years, he has started 11 of their 15 games. So he's the main, uh, kind of the main uh, man here. And uh, uh, besides those 11 starts, he subbed in for two and was not selected for two. So uh, Noor Al Rawabde, uh, we consider a definite candidate. Uh, possible, oh sorry, likely candidate, Rajay Ayad. Um, as actually not much of a starter, he's only started two games, but he is regularly called up. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, he uh, has been with Jordan since 2014 with 46 caps. He's 30 years old, uh, Ayed is, and uh, he recently moved back to Jordan uh, to play in Jordan, but he was with a team in Thailand. Uh, for a short period there. Uh, he was on the roster for the 2015 Asian Cup, but didn't see any actions. Uh, but for the 2019 Asian Cup, he just made the preliminary roster. So uh, as far as tournaments go, kind of having trouble getting his foot in, and even as far as a starter, because he's only started two of their 15 games over the past two years. He was subbed in for two, uh, but he was on the bench for eight games uh, leaving just three matches that he wasn't selected for. So when we say he's a likely candidate, we mean uh, kind of named to the squad. We think it's likely he'll be named to the squad, but uh, he just doesn't seem to be a starter. So um, uh, uh, maybe he'll get an appearance as a substitute. The two possible candidates, uh, Obeda Al-Sarmana 
um, he was with the Asian Cup squad in 2019, but just on the bench there. And um, uh, he was off the team for about two and a half, no, three and a half years, uh, but returned in November 2022. And he started three of their remaining eight games uh, up until this point. He was subbed in for one and on the bench for two and then not selected for two others. So uh, honestly, he seems kind of as likely as uh, uh, I add from that description, but we have him just as a uh, possible candidate. Um, maybe we'll leave it at that, but maybe a bit, uh, a bit more likely than just possible. Okay, uh, next we have Ibrahim Sadeh. And uh, he actually appears quite a bit. Uh, since 2021, he's got 25 caps and one goal. He's 23 years old, and he plays for Alcor in Qatar. And he also played for that fairly big uh, Iraqi club, Al Zora, uh, but just briefly for them. Uh, over the past two years, Ibrahim Sadeh has started six of their 15 games, uh, subbed in for two and on the bench for one. Uh, but he was uh, uh, injured um, for three and with the under-23 team for one, not selected for one. So actually, I'm not sure why I have him as a possible candidate. I think I'm going to move him up because uh, I do see his name uh, on the field quite a bit. So I'm going to change him to a likely candidate, uh, Ibrahim Sadeh. Okay, and uh, that is it. But uh, I said I would go over the possible but unlikely candidates. So uh, Mahmoud Shawkat uh, is brand new to the team, uh, got his first appearance on the bench in September 2023 and uh, was subbed in for one and on the bench for one, but then wasn't selected for the two uh, October matches. So there is a chance uh, that he would return for the November games, but uh, kind of just in and out there in September, uh, we have him as possible, but unlikely. So that is the central midfield. And uh, so we're gonna summarize by looking at the central and the defensive midfielders uh, kind of uh, at the same time. And uh, this position is sometimes two or sometimes three in that one, two structure uh, I mentioned. Sometimes it's a flat three across, but often it's this one-two structure, uh, a defensive midfielder. And as I said, usually uh, up front, it's one central and one attacking midfielder. Okay, so uh, Baha Abdul Rahman, the uh, retired player there, uh, was really a staple in the, uh, in the team until he played his last game in June 2022. So Al Ra uh, Rawabde effectively took over this position and it's basically been a rotation of Al Rawabde and one of the others. So uh, the others there, I would say in order, uh, Al Rashtan, uh, Sade, and then Al Samrade. And uh, Ayad uh, is new and he did start one recently. Uh, but they could be bringing, I would say, all, almost all of these players or all but one of them because uh, this is a position where, uh, A, that Jordan uses a lot, uh, and B, uh, they um, often bring five or six central midfielders anyway. Okay, uh, and also uh, adding to that argument is the fact that there are no players coded as left midfielder or right midfielder. So if they do go for kind of a 4-3-3 formation, it would be one of these central midfielders probably uh, filling the role. So no candidates as left or right midfielders. Um, uh, keep in mind that the kind of the 4-5-1 formation uh, that they use. Uh, uh, and since they often do a kind of a, uh, a 4 uh, one, two, three, something like that. Uh, there's not really much room for left or right midfielders. So we're moving on upfield to uh, left wingers. And this position basically covers uh, left wingers and left attacking midfielders. In the case of Jordan, when it's a left forward, uh, usually that's a forward who plays uh, that, that far forward. 
So left wingers and uh, left attacking midfielders. Our first candidate is uh, Mahmoud Al-Mardi as a likely candidate. And then uh, Mohamed Abu Taha, a possible candidate. And uh, Amin Al-Shanayna, uh, sorry, Amin al Shanena as a possible candidate here. Um, so let's look at these players. Mahmoud Al-Mardi has been with the team since 2015 uh, with 48 caps and six goals. Uh, however, he was not selected for the 2019 Asian Cup. He was on the preliminary roster and didn't make the final cut. Over the past two years, he started nine of their 15 games, uh, subbed in for four and on the bench for two others, including the last match. So he's uh, always called up. And I think I'm going to move him to a definite candidate because uh, in terms of being called up to the uh, uh, to the squad, it looks like he's always called up. So definite. Uh, more uh, uh, not as definite as a starting candidate, which perhaps is what I had in mind when I put him as a uh, likely candidate. Uh, okay, brand new to the squad is our first possible candidate. That's Man, uh, Mohamed Abu Taha. And uh, so just one cap for him. And that was in October of 2023. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll have to see whether he uh, stays on the squad. But whenever someone's brought in at the end uh, like that, it's a bit difficult to judge their likelihood. Uh, the other possible candidate is Amin Al-Shanena. And um, he also has one cap. He's just 20 years old. Uh, and he got he got that first cap in March 2023. And uh, that was an appearance as a substitute. Uh, and since that time, he's been with the uh, under-23 team. Uh, however, he was on the bench for the last match, which is a good sign, uh, a good sign for him. So Almin Al-Shanea. Shanena, and uh, they kind of do need more candidates coded as uh, left-wingers because our definite candidate, Mahmoud Al-Mardi, uh, is actually coded as an attacking midfielder. So it's uh, usually, uh, I mean, that's close enough, but um, it's usually uh, kind of out-of-position players uh, playing over here, and that leads me into the summary, actually. So sometimes this is a left attacking midfielder role and sometimes a left winger role. As I said, if it's a left forward role, it's played by a forward. So it's primarily uh, Al Mardi here, uh, though a few players have stepped into the role. So uh, we saw that uh, Abu Taha and Shanena uh, both stepped in once, uh, in the case of Abu Taha, that was the most recent game in October. Uh, otherwise, attacking midfielders Al Tamari and Ursan and the forward Olwan have all kind of stepped into this position. Uh, we'll meet those players soon. Uh, so the position doesn't seem to be uh, that nailed down, but it is Mahmoud Al-Mardi as the most likely candidate. Let's move over to the right side then. So right winger, right attacking midfielder. Uh, and we have a, a definite candidate in Musa Al-Tamari. Um, remember that name because you'll probably see him on the field. And then we have a possible candidate in Anas Al-Awadat, uh, and then we have, uh, okay, we have a player who's uh, seemingly off the team, but I won't actually mention him. Uh, um, okay, well, I think I will, actually, because of his club affiliation. It's Mohamed Abu Zraik. Uh, he seems to be off the team, but he does play for Esperance in Tunisia, which is a uh, one of the biggest clubs in Northern Africa there. Um, uh, in the case of Mamu, uh, Mohamed Abu Zraik, he was regularly called up for most of 2022 and then kind of suddenly disappeared in November uh, 2022. So not sure what happened there, but uh, he looks like a, a player who'd be worth bringing to the cup. He has uh, got 21 caps since 2019. Uh, so I'm a bit surprised to uh, see him suddenly 
uh, stop playing for the team. So we'll see. Maybe he will show up. Anyway, let's look at the main candidates based on recent participation. And here we have Musa Al-Tamari. He has been with the team since 2016 uh, with 53 caps and 13 goals. And he's the player who plays for Montpellier in France. In fact, he's played for some uh, reasonably big uh, European clubs. Leuven in Belgium, well, that's not so big, but Apoel in Cyprus, uh, you know, a fairly uh, respectable, I'd say, second-tier club there. And uh, Musa Al-Tamari was a starter uh, in the Asian Cup in 2019, and uh, he was really impactful in that tournament there. So he made a good impression uh, in that tournament, and I'm looking forward to see him in this tournament. Over the past uh, two years, he started 13 of their 15 games and was on the bench for the two others. So obviously uh, a very important player for Jordan, uh, Musa Al-Tamari. Uh, the possible candidate is uh, Anas Al-Awadat. So uh, he has been with the team since 2020 with 12 caps and started two of their 15 games over the past two years. Uh, also subbed in for two and on the bench for four, so not selected for seven others. So he's called up about half the time. However, he was selected or was called up for the last six games uh, there, so that's uh, looking positive for him, um, uh, maybe even a bit uh, stronger than a possible candidate, but uh, we didn't put him in the likely category. Anas Al-Awadat. Uh, so let us look at this position in summary. So uh, almost exclu exclusively it's Al-Tamari, uh, even though uh, he's coded as an attacking midfielder, um, and secondarily as a right midfielder or forward, uh, I guess that would be tertiary, but uh, playing as a right winger uh, consistently over the last two years at least. And Al-Awadat has stepped in a couple of times, so uh, he looks to be the backup uh, for this position. Okay, hey, we move on to the forward line and we begin with uh, attacking midfielders. And actually, we're going to start with a player who's coded as a forward, and that is definite candidate Ali Olwan. And so we're putting him here because he's played primarily as an attacking midfielder. Uh, we also have a definite candidate in Saleh Rateb. Saleh Rateb. Um, so two definite candidates. Uh, a possible candidate in Ahmad Ursan or Ahmad Ursan Hamdouni. And uh, then um, a possible candidate in uh, Ahmed Saleh Samir, uh, who is coded as a forward, but uh, um, we're putting him here as an attacking midfielder because that's where he's played. Uh, a couple of the veterans we've talked about at the beginning uh, were also here. So Saeed Murjan, uh, he is 33 years old, so we'll put him as seemingly off the squad. He last appeared, though, in November 2019, so not likely to come back. Uh, a little more likely, though, is Yassim Al-Bakit, uh, who is 34 years old. Uh, so we'll put him in the retired category, but he did last appear in 2021. So, uh, and he is still playing club soccer. So, um, uh, maybe we will uh, see them recalled. But let's focus on the more likely candidates here. So, definite candidate Ali Olwan, uh, quite new to the team, relatively speaking, uh, since uh, 2020. Um, and he has 33 caps and nine goals. He's just 23 years old, and he started 12 of their 15 games, and he subbed in for three others. So, again, he does sometimes start as a forward, but uh, he's played more as a central attacking midfielder, uh, Ali Olwan. And the second likely or second definite candidate is Saleh Rateb. Uh, so we have him as a definite candidate, uh, because he's always called up. He's really not a starter. Just started one of their 15 games over the past two years and was uh, um, subbed in for 12 games and on the bench for the last two matches. So he's kind of a um, 
always reliable as a substitute. Think of him as a substitute. So uh, Saleh Ratap has been with Jordan since 2014, and has 33 caps. And he was part of the 2015 and 2019 Asian Cup, but saw uh, no action in 2015 and just a brief appearance uh, in one game as a substitute in 2019. So uh, definitely kind of uh, uh, seems to have uh, not been a starter uh, for much in his career. Uh, okay, and the two possible candidates. First one is Ahmad Ersan. Uh, he's been with the team since 2018 with 36 caps and four goals. And he was part of the Asian Cup squad in 2019. He wasn't a starter uh, at the beginning, at least. Uh, he was subbed into three games and started uh, in game three. So one, one game out of four, he was a starter. Uh, over the past two years, he returned uh, after an 18-month absence in March 2023 and started one of their remaining seven games and was subbed in for three and on the bench for two. So that's just two uh, recent matches that he wasn't selected for. Uh, Ahmad Ursan. Uh, and uh, uh, his only start actually was as a left winger, but we don't have enough information on him to really pin down his position. Uh, so we, uh, uh, okay, that's it for Ahmed Ursan, a possible candidate. The other possible candidate, Ahmed Samir, or Ahmed Saleh Samir, is a veteran. Uh, since 2012 with 78 caps and seven goals. He's coded as a forward and secondarily as an attacking midfielder. Uh, um, but when he started, he, he's been more an attacking midfielder. So we started, or oh, we moved him to here. Uh, he was um, in the 2019 Asian Cup. Sorry, I was wondering if I was reading the, the previous candidate because his, his, his uh, participation was so similar. He also appeared in all four games, uh, subbing into two and then starting, uh, uh, sorry, subbing into three and starting uh, one, just like the, the last candidate we looked at. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm back on track now. He returned. This is Ahmed Samir after a nine-month absence in June 2022 and started three of their 12 games, subbed in for three and on the bench for one, uh, and not selected for five others. However, four of those matches he wasn't selected for were the last four matches in September uh, and October. So a little lower down on the likelihood list, we have Ahmed Samir as a possible candidate. Okay, that is it for attacking midfielders, but we are going to, no, we will pair the secondary striker with the forwards. So let's look at this position, uh, the attacking midfield. Again, we go back to that uh, uh, image of the uh, of the four five one and those uh, central midfielders taking a 1-2 shape. Uh, and I said the, the two up front there is usually one central midfielder and one attacking midfielder. So that is where we uh, will will see these players. Uh, so Alwan is the one who's most commonly there, uh, even though he's coded as a forward. Uh, but uh, uh, Samir, Ahmed Samir, uh, is sometimes selected. But as we saw, Samir has not been selected for the last four matches, which lowers his his likelihood. And we saw that Salah Rateb, even though he's a definite candidate, uh, is really only used as a substitute. Okay, uh, let's move on to our last section because we're going to uh, we're going to combine secondary striker uh, Hamza Al Dardor uh, with the forwards. He is a likely candidate, uh, largely because of his reputation. Uh, I would be surprised if they didn't bring him. Uh, and uh, actually, let's do his bio right now before we uh, list the fours, because uh, he's a big name for them since 2011. He has 113 caps and 33 goals. So a uh, pretty impressive record there. And has been uh, uh, 
uh, a player at the Asian Cup in 2011, where he saw no action, and in 2015, where he, uh, well, didn't appear in game one, but was a starter uh, for the following games. Uh, however, he had a falling out with the manager uh, for the Asian Cup in 2019, and they shockingly didn't bring him uh, to the Cup. Uh, but he came back onto the team, obviously, and over the past two years, Aldador has started three of their 15 games, uh, subbed in for eight and on the bench for two, uh, and he was not selected for just two matches. However, those were the last two games, so it looked like he uh, kind of reintegrated into the squad, at least in terms of being selected, though not necessarily as a starter. Uh, he's only 32 years old, so... Uh, still probably has a few years left in him. Uh, but then the last two matches, uh, not selected. So that's a bit of a concern. So Hamza Al-Dardor, uh, a big name. We put him as likely partly because he is a big name. And I guess his participation makes him likely. But those last two uh, matches being not selected is a bit of a worry. Uh, okay, uh, well, we'll talk about him a bit more when we look at the... Uh, uh, position of forward because he sometimes plays as a forward. Uh, players coded as forward, though we have a definite candidate in Yazan Al Neymat. Uh, you'll probably see his name because he's the only one apart from uh, uh, Ode Al Safi. Ode Al Safi will put as a possible but unlikely. He's a veteran with the team, uh, uh, was with the team since 2007, and has 114 caps and 15 goals. Uh, and we uh, uh, were surprised that he uh, returned after a 14 month absence in March of 2023, uh, but then just started one of the remaining seven games and wasn't selected after that. So it almost has the feel of uh, coming back for a, a memorial match or something like that. The other odd detail was that he lined up as a right back, uh, even though he was always a forward or a right winger. Uh, so anyway, possible but unlikely. Uh, he is uh, 37 years old now, so uh, we don't think he'll be back. But it was uh, a bit uh, odd to see him there in March 2023. So really, just uh, Nazan Al-Namad, uh, as the only player coded as a forward. So let me summarize the position. It is primarily Al Neymat, and then uh, Al Dardor steps in uh, from time to time. Again, it's usually one forward uh, in their formation. Uh, we've also seen Olwan uh, appear as a, as a center forward, um, and he's coded as a forward, Olwan is, but uh, played more as a central Oh, sorry, in a central attacking midfield role. Um, so Olwan usually uh, comes in as a forward if they have more than one forward. Otherwise, it's Yazan al uh pretty much all the way. Uh, and we'll be curious to see what role Hamza al uh plays uh, during the Cup. Uh, that, though, brings us to the end of our uh, list of candidates. So we will come back in uh, uh, late December or early January to kind of go over these and let you know who made uh, the squad. Uh, again, closing thoughts. Uh, as with several teams, we've seen some kind of regulars uh, dropped at the very end. For other teams, it was for the last four or six games. With uh, Jordan, it seems to be uh, a couple of players dropped for the last two games. Uh, leaving us uh, a bit uncertain as to whether they're uh, uh, candidates for the Cup or whether the player who comes in to replace them is a stronger candidate. So perhaps uh, the November games will shed some light on that. Otherwise, it's a fairly stable uh, uh, squad for uh, Jordan, and uh, a lot of the players are quite predictable uh, in terms of uh, whether they'll be selected for the final squad, or even whether they'll be starters in the Cup. They look like a few candidates who we can say with fair, uh, fair certainty that they're going to be starters. 
Anyway, when we get to uh, part two here, we're going to go over this list that we've compiled today. And we will talk about any notable non-selections, so likely or definite players who don't make the squad, and then any surprise inclusions, so portable but unlikely, or players who seem to be off the squad, maybe some of those veterans uh, uh, that we talked about at the beginning, uh, retired players uh, brought back into the squad, uh, any surprise inclusions, in other words. And then uh, that would, uh, and also any new players who pop up. Like, uh, as I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a new candidate for goalkeeper there. And there's always a couple uh, who do make it into the uh, preliminary or the final squad. And then in part two, we'll also give an update on injuries. So there didn't seem to be any uh, kind of long-term injuries that we noticed here, but we need to get a bit closer to the tournament uh, uh, to see uh, or to report any news on injuries. Okay, so stay tuned for uh, part two. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We'd like to thank the Burr Abacham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap.